welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFBA. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubel. We are going to talk about Germana this morning, and uh, we usually in this spot talk about Germana Community College, and we will, but we're also going to talk about historic Germana, and we have a lot of uh, explaining to do and uh, information. Uh, I, I have learned a whole lot over the last few days of just, just looking over s- of some of this, and uh, we're going to introduce you to uh, just a, a, a Something in our backyard that I don't know that we that we all know that much about. Jennifer Hurst Wender is here. She's the executive director of a Historic Germana. Jennifer, it's great to meet you and have you here this morning. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. And Bruce Davis is here. He is with Germana Community College. Bruce, I see you all the time. It's hey, great Ted. to have you yeah, back. Great. Good to see you. So we'll kind of split the two up for a second and then bring all bring bring all this together germanic community college that's what we we, we talk often about and we all know the, yes. the locust grove campus right so there's a lot going on at germana uh enrollment is up this year we're uh we're educating thirteen thousand people a year now uh which a lot of people don't realize that there's that many uh individuals being educated at, at the college, and that's uh, from Culpeper to Locust Grove to the Fredericksburg campus, uh, our Stafford Center. Uh, so that's a lot of people. Now, all those are not full-time students. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of them are just taking maybe one class or two classes, but uh, that's an all-time high for us, and we're very, very proud of that. And you look, I, 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 you, you look at statistics of what other community colleges across the state are doing, and Germana is has been gaining students and doing quite well. While a lot of other uh, community colleges in Virginia have been struggling since the pandemic. That's true, and I'm I'm a little biased. We we uh, frequently get phone calls from other colleges about how are you doing that, and uh, our student services department, led by Dr. Tiffany Ray Patterson. Uh, they do an absolutely spectacular job of recruiting students, uh, working high schools, uh, making sure those kids are lined up to do something after they graduate high school. And uh, it's, it's, it's paying off really, really well. And it's, that's so good for our community because it creates a pipeline of people that uh, can be productive workers and taxpayers. And the 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 the, the, uh, the the Germana Foundation, the uh, workforce parts of Germana, yeah. there are just really a lot of things yeah. to be excited about with Germana Community College. Yeah. yeah, our our workforce. A lot of people don't realize that a community college has two sides. There's the academic side and the workforce side, and our workforce side generates more certificates uh, than any other of the uh, 23 community colleges in Virginia. Hmm. We are the largest in, in the workforce. And, of course, our largest program is our asphalt program, which everybody's like, what? Asphalt is a program? Yeah, it's a huge program. Uh, and they, the, 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 the salaries that people yeah. get out of that program yeah. are just phenomenal. It is, yeah. Y- y- somebody that starts in asphalt uh, within their first year can make around $60,000 a year. And as they stack their credentials and become mm-hmm. more and more qualified, it's not unusual to have one hundred and twenty, hundred and forty thousand dollar incomes. So uh, 
we graduate uh, well, I think around 1,200 people a year. And the program uh, is so well-renowned, we've now partnered with the Virginia Department of Transportation and Virginia Tech University. Yeah. So it, it's a big deal. Overall, the, the history of Germana, how far back does the history of Germana go? Well, most people think, uh, oh, Germana started in 1970 uh-huh. and in, in 1968, the legislature passed the Community College Act. Uh, but in reality, Germana started in 1714. 1714? 1714. And I'm thinking that is where we bring Jennifer in. That would be correct. To talk about uh, historic Germana. There is really a lot of history under the name of Germana mm-hmm. that, that we don't hear as much about. And we and, and I, I have the feeling by the end of this show and in, 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 in future days, we will hear more about it because more and more of it is starting to come out and there's, there's more talk about historic Germana. Right, absolutely. So um, I guess first I'll go ahead and, and give a, a short little history lesson since we have this. Well, before you do that, oh. so <laughs> the college was started in Locust Grove in 1970 with the gift of 100 acres that the historic Germana Foundation owned. Okay. So they gave the land to the state that started the college. Right. Okay. Well, let me just add one more thing to that so that we complete that story. Um, so we, so at the time, um, the nonprofit organization uh, that's now known as Historic Germana had 270 acres uh, that was gifted to them. And in 1969, uh, 100 of those acres was donated in order to create um, what would become Germana Community College. Um, and so we still have our 170 acres mm-hmm. um, for our campus, uh, our, our historic Germana campus. Um, so we'll, now we'll take a, a trip back in time um, to 1714. Uh, and that is when a group of 42 uh, indentured servants from Germany arrived at um, a pentagonal-shaped fort right on the Rapidan River. So um, so this group of uh, German immigrants, they were from a coal or a iron mining region in Germany, um, and they were brought here uh, to work for Alexander Spotswood. Um, and so they served out their indenture. Um, they, they did locate uh, some uh, spots that would be good for iron mining. They never actually did the iron mining. Um, and so, so they were they were there, served their indenture, and then they left. And then there was a second group of German uh, indentured servants that ended up arriving in 1717. Now, these folks, uh, they they didn't actually intend to be indentured. Um, they were trying to actually go to Pennsylvania and not mm-hmm. Virginia. Um, but due to a couple of, of uh, nefarious situations that they found themselves in, they ended up indentured in Virginia to Spotswood. Uh, so they also served out their indenture. Then they left. They were not happy to be there. Um, and so... <laughs> so if I could add something to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexander Spotswood was the third lieutenant governor mm-hmm, of the, mm-hmm. the the colony of Virginia. Okay. So back then, the governor would stay uh, in in London with the king, mm-hmm. and then they'd send a lieutenant to deal with us colonists. Oh, okay. Okay. And in order to get them to come and stay, they'd give them an enormous amount of land, and that's what created Spotsylvania County. 
I was going to say, the Spotswood is tied to, to, to Spotsylvania. Correct. And back then, what is now Orange County was part of Spotsylvania County. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Um, <laughs> so, um, so Spotswood is very integral to this story. Um, he... Uh, he has a fascinating history. He was born in Morocco, um, fought in some wars, got hit by a cannonball, mm-hmm. broke his shoulder. He kept that cannonball. He brought it with him to Virginia. Wow. He was really proud of it. Uh, <laughs> but he, um, he, he was very influential when he was in Williamsburg, um, especially with the construction of lots of the buildings down there. So if you think of the Powder Magazine or the Governor's Palace or yeah. the Wren Building, all of these were influenced by Spotswood's architectural style. Um, and so he was he was one of those kind of man of of, of the hour. Um, he uh, he did have interest in mining. He did have interest in gaining as much land and property. Um, he had a lot of trade agreements with the different um, in, indigenous groups in the area. Um, and so by the time he he gets to uh, he he gets to the westernmost portion of English colonized area at that time, which is on the Rapidan River, mm-hmm. right where he builds this, he has this fort built. Um, he he's he's really kind of speculating at this time, and so that's why he has this whole Spotsylvania County. Um, he has an enormous house built there in 1720. Um, it becomes known as the Enchanted Castle, and. Um, and then a few years after, he has this enormous house that probably looks very similar to the governor's palace in Williamsburg. Um, he also has the Spotsylvania County Courthouse built just about 300 meters off off of his his house. So he's kind of creating this own little fiefdom right there on the Rapidan. Yeah. Um, the county courthouse complex has a courthouse, a jail, and ordinaries, stocks and pillories, um, and a lot of other service buildings, probably cooper shops and blacksmiths, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and today, uh, what we have is a 62-acre plot of land where um, we are actually uh, doing archaeological excavations every year. And so those started in the 80s uh, with uncovering the Enchanted Castle, and that was uh, Mary Washington University's archaeologist mm-hmm. did that. Um, but today, we're still trying to find that original pentagonal fort that would also be on that site. Um, but we're working on uncovering uh, the the buildings in that Spotsylvania courthouse complex. I'm going to take a quick break and continue on. Fascinating stuff this morning. We are talking about historic Germana with uh, with uh, Executive Director Jennifer Hurst-Wender. And uh, Bruce Davis is here with Germana Community College. More coming up on News Talk 1230 WFV. Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFVA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host, Ted Schubel. We are learning about Historic Germana this morning. Jennifer Hurst-Wender, the Executive Director of Historic Germana here. Bruce Davis here with Germana Community College. So, uh, so Jennifer, you were... Where were we now in your, I mean, I, I, you, you brought up a couple of things that I had never even heard of. So this is fascinating history to me, that's, that's, that's right here. And the, and the fact that we're talking 1714 and on, we're way before George Washington. Oh my goodness, yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so uh, we were talking about um, the archaeological site that we have um, and just the different layers of history that are at that site. 
Um, and so when we're when we're looking at um, what happened in 1714, um, really through 1750, we're talking about um, an initial fort that was built there, and then what ends up becoming um, a, a town. Now, being right on the water, of course, you also have a, a ferry that goes across the Rapidan, um, and so uh, so so this. This little town, which really kind of, if you can imagine it springing to life for court day, right? Because that's what you have there. You have this courthouse complex. Mm -hmm. um, and this is in the 1720s, 1730s especially. Um, everybody, court day is once a month. And so people from all of what was then Spotsylvania County all converge on this little town in order to participate um, in court day. So it would the size of the town would swell, and you would have people from from all over, from uh, all different types of uh, of people there. You would have English colonists, you would have the the German immigrants, you would have um, different indigenous groups. You you would have um, you know people who were enslaved, all kind of coming together in this place. Um, for a, a very brief amount of time for court day, um, and then afterwards kind of dispersing back out. Um, so it was a pretty centrally, it was not, take that back, it was actually not centrally located. Um, and so what we end up seeing is that after about a decade or so, people are complaining to Spotswood that, that this location for this county courthouse is on the very edge of the wilderness and it takes a lot yeah. for people to travel um, from the far distant regions of, of the county to go there um, and so and so after about there were no roads right yep he, he makes a good point you've got trails even, yeah, so just trail. yeah okay yeah even um, even route three which uh, we now is you know it's a four-lane pretty pretty good highway to go down at that time um, well, in 1714, you hit the Rapidan and that's it. You can't go any further. There's no trails past that. But even from Fredericksburg, which was the kind of the, the biggest town, biggest city that you could leave from, and you're going towards the Rapidan, you're really talking about a walking trail. Um, the, there's, there's stories that uh, when the German immigrants were walking to, uh, to what would be their fort site, they actually had to clear the trail. They had to they had to whack plants out of the way. Yeah. Um, and it expanded to be good enough that you could roll a barrel down. Um, tobacco, you wanted that hogshead barrel to be able to be rolled down so you could roll it from Germana to Fredericksburg. I mean, that's the kind of road we're talking about. That's, that's a, still that's a distance. Yeah, and that's the main that's the main road. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that answers my question because we're talking and you're describing this this metropolis that's, that's growing up something happened to where it stopped and it's on the frontier mm -hmm. of the colonies mm -hmm. so the rapidan yeah. river which when you cross the rapidan you're it becomes culpeper county now that was the frontier mm -hmm. yeah. that was the end of the colony <laughs> yeah and and that's actually a very interesting story too um and that goes back to the trade agreements um, that a lot of them Spotswood helped broker with the different tribes. Um, and once you crossed over the Rapidan, uh, you got into um, what's what's now the Monacan, but the, the Suan-speaking tribal regions. Um, and that was those were tribes that that the English did not have a relationship with. Um, and so that was kind of an area where you don't cross. 
Um, and so, hmm. yeah, so, so. Or something bad might <laughs> Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and so there's two kind of important things that happen. One of them is there's in 17, oh, I think it's 15. There's the Golden Horseshoe uh, um, exhibition that, that leaves uh, from Fort Germana. And the, it's um, about 50 men, they're prominent colonists. Um, a couple of them end up, uh, their children and grandchildren end up becoming presidents. So you have um, the ancestor of Zachary Taylor and, uh, and Madison and then and Mason. Um, their, their grandfathers and great-grandfathers um, are the ones who are going on this, uh, this trip. Wow, really? Yes. Um, and so, so they set out, um, they go for, they, they end up crossing over the mountains to the other side of the Appal- Appalachian Mountains, um, kind of putting a stake in the ground and then coming back. And that's the furthest that any English colonists had gone at the time uh, across, across the mountains. Um, and so this was an opportunity for uh, for the colonists to go ahead and stake their claim on a lot of land. So actually where um, Montpelier is, mm-hmm. the land that Montpelier is on is, is land that was claimed during that Golden Horseshoe expedition. And, and it, it left from Fort Germana. Um, and the result from that is, is we actually have the, the secretary who wrote everything down, John Fontaine. He gives us a very accurate description of what the fort looked like at the time, which is really the only written description that we have. Um, the second thing that uh, comes out of this kind of relationship between uh, between uh, Spotswood and, um, and the different tribes in the area um, is that we've come to find in one of the court, one of the earliest court depositions in that Spotsylvania courthouse, a woman named Katina. Um, and she is described as a Suan speaking woman. Um, and she is, uh, she, we find out that she is enslaved to Alexander Spotswood. Well, this is extraordinarily fascinating because we're talking about the early 1720s. Sure. At this time, there's not that many indigenous people that are enslaved. Um, so to find that that is her position is, is very interesting. But um, come to find out, William Byrd uh, visits the Enchanted Castle and mentions Katina as well. Um, and then in Spotswood's probate, we see her again listed. We know that she goes with Spotswood's widow um, to another property that Historic Germana now owns, which is Salubria. And which is a colonial home, unbelievable architecture. Mm-hmm. And it's right off Route 3 near Brandy Station. Uh, or no. Um, Stevensburg. Stevensburg, I'm sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the way to Culpeper. And a lot of people don't know it's there because it's there's a little marker, but you go back in there and it's uh, it'll just take your breath away. Wow, I did not know that, but I I will try to visit it very soon. <laughs> well, absolutely. We we hope we would love to have you out there. So it was it was constructed in 1757. So it's a little bit later, um, and uh, so so we end up finding that. So it, it was built for Spotswood's widow. Um, her daughter, uh, Ann Thompson Thornton, was essentially raised by Katina. Um, and then we follow Katina's story to the falls, which becomes Fall Hill here in Fredericksburg, where she stayed with um, Ann Thompson Thornton um, and then ended up raising her children. Uh, and so, so Katina is actually this, this thread 
from the the Fort Germana site in the Enchanted Castle yeah. to Salubria to Fredericksburg. Um, and right now, we're actually in the process of doing a lot of research to try to uncover more of her story. Um, she's just an absolutely fascinating character. This is an absolutely fascinating story yeah. in that I've not heard about probably 75% of what you have talked about this morning. I know nothing about and. Some of these people and in places are just unknown to me. So, this is exciting for you. You have obviously a background in a, in a love for this, right? Of history. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> so I've actually been with Historic Germana for just a little bit over a year. Um, and before I was with Historic Germana, I was with Preservation Virginia for about fourteen years, and um, I worked with I, I worked with all of our historic the historic sites that Preservation Virginia owned, which includes. Oh, okay, um, John Marshall's house, uh, Patrick Henry's house, Scotchtown, um, Bacon's Castle, Smith's Forge, Cape Henry Lighthouse, and Historic Jamestown. Um, and so I've, I've been working with a lot. But if you think about where those sites all are, that's Tidewater history. Yeah, right. right. Uh, and so coming up here to the Piedmont region, the foothills of, of the Appalachian Mountains, that's a different history. Um, yeah. And it's it's uh, it's it's taken a little bit to you know kind of wrap my head around. Oh, I'm you know, sure, and, and, and just history. and it's history that we that really is not talked about mm-hmm. enough. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that that's what, what why you're here today. And there's we'll we'll talk about the future and all kinds of things. Uh, Jennifer Hurst Wender here, the uh, executive director with Historic Germana. Bruce Davis here with Germana Community College. Quick break. We'll be back on News Talk 1230 WFVA. It is coming up on 8:30 from the Fredericksburg Today Online News Studios. This is News Talk 12:30. WFBA Fredericksburg, a centennial broadcasting station focused on Fredericksburg. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFBA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. Bruce Davis here from Germana Community College. Jennifer Hurst Wender from Historic Germana here this morning. Um, fascinating stuff. Just the the, uh, the 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 history, Jennifer, that you have been able to talk about and that you're that you're looking for, or, or you're, you're doing archaeology on. And I guess that's the exciting thing about this. Mm-hmm. It continues to it, it, it all the the story continues to be told just by what you're finding with archaeology. I mean, I've seen what they the the, the archaeology like over at Ferry Farm. They've mm-hmm. learned so much more about Mary Washington because of that. And I'm sure that's in in the years ahead what you'll continue to find with Germana. Right. Yeah, so um, so actually there is a connection. Our um, director of archaeology, Dr. Eric Larson, um, he uh, he in earlier in his career he was actually out at Perry Farm, um, but today what we have is a, a a small but extraordinarily robust archaeological program. So we have um, Dr. Eric Larson and Kelly Arford Horn, our our full time archaeologists, and then every season, which lasts from May through the end of November. Um, we have uh, several interns, paid interns, that come out, and we also have a field school. It's actually VCU's field school that comes out every year. Uh, and so during the dig season, um, it's we there's a lot of teaching that goes on, which is something that we're really proud of, is because uh, 
Eric and Kelly are absolutely remarkable um, teachers. And so these uh, these kids, these these uh, these young archaeologists that are just kind of getting into the field, um, they have wonderful mentors and they're learning really the best practices in archaeology um, at a site that they're continuously finding remarkable yeah. things. Um, so this last season, some of the things that we were able to find, well, um, we've been working in the southwest dependency of the Enchanted Castle. So you have this uh, massive rectangular structure, and then what appears to come off of it um, are a couple of outbuildings on either end. And so the southwest dependency seems to be a kitchen site. Um, and the dig there, we finally got to the bottom of uh, what seems to be some sort of storage pit, storage unit. Um, and they've I should preface this by saying that the Enchanted Castle burned in 1750. I was going to ask. I'm sure yeah. a lot of this, that, that fire or something was a, right. was a lot of the exactly. problem with some of these. So so there is a layer, a burn layer. Um, and so the archaeologists reach that burn layer, and they know that anything below that burn layer um, is going to be something that was, was going on when the house was in use. Um, and so on the burn layer, they, they were able to uncover several different uh, um food items like corn cobs or peach pits um, and the fact that these carbonized burned corn cobs and peach pits remained means that that was what was there in 1750 when the house caught on fire yeah um, the corn cobs are unique because they are a flint corn which is um, which is a corn that uh, indigenous uh, was was brought brought to it was there for in, indigenous use and then you, you see it in uh, in the in the uh, kitchen. Um, and so uh, what you find below that level, uh, this year uh, we ended up finding things like there was a key, scissors that were uncovered, um, tons of animal bones. Um, and so right now we're actually in the process of trying to do some floral and faunal analysis so that we can find out exactly what kind of bones and also the, uh, the food, the seed remains, the plant remains, so we know what was being made in this kitchen. Um, and that tells us quite a lot. It's 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 irrefutable evidence of what they were eating in the enchanted castle yeah. uh, at that time. Oh, that's that is that's thrilling because mm-hmm. you really you are able to either back things up or or you're able to learn right yeah about what what it was like. And and, and for for the archaeologists to be finding this stuff and in some cases you know being the first to touch it or see it you know mm-hmm. since the 1700s mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. just wow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we there's a there's a video actually of one of our our, key, our our interns that is pulling out a key. So it's the moment that she's pulling the key out, um, and it's it kind of sends chills uh, if you watch it. It's on our yeah. Facebook page. It's on the Germana Archaeology Facebook page. So if you want to see um, how thrilling it is to be an archaeologist at the thrilling parts, because a lot of the times it's just you know less than thrilling. But right, <laughs> it's very tedious. But something like that, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other the other areas that they kind of spent some time working on this season, uh, I mentioned the Spotsylvania Courthouse. And so they've been working in the Spotsylvania Courthouse. Um, these buildings were all stone. Um, and so they've been pulling out tons, literally tons of, of collapsed stone. But they finally got to the point where they found an exterior wall 
um, and they've gotten to the bottom over that wall was. Uh, they've been finding tons of pipe stems, broken window glass, um, the iron, or not the iron, the, uh, the lead uh, surrounds for the window glass. Um, and this winter, some of the things that, so in the lead and the window glass, oftentimes there's a, a date or a maker that's been printed in the lead. Yeah. Um, and so this winter in the lab, we're hoping to see if we can open those up and, and find any sort of, of dates or maker's marks. This is exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, really exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bruce, and I would think that the, the fact that uh, the uh, the historic Germana and Germana sit there, but this is exciting for Germana Community College oh, too. Is. I think yeah. there there are there are a lot of you, you. You look in the future at what historic Germana is. That's the story that they're going to be able to put together and and tell beyond what they're doing now, and just the opportunities for Germana students. I would think. Oh yeah, <clears throat> Germana students. Um, we would love to see more involvement uh, with yes. the historic foundation, um, but there's definitely a lot of interest, and, and especially once they hear what seventeen fourteen, yeah, then you know that piques their interest and and they learn. And you know, Ted, one of the things that I uh, experience a lot is because people know I'm affiliated with Germana, and they're like, "What's that place in Locust Grove, right above the campus? That what's that building?" Yes. And I, I say, well, that's the historic uh, Germana uh, uh, organization. It's their visitor center. You should go there. Check it out. Yes, you should. Yeah. And that's actually a really good point. I, I kind of jumped into the history, but um, if you come out to visit, and you should, <laughs> we have a, um, a really great visitor center. It, there's, um, there's, there's a museum exhibit in there. Um, there is a research library. The uh, we've been an organization since the '50s, and so we have over 70 years worth of research. Um, it's kind of remarkable how much research this organization has done from its inception. Um, a lot of that research has to do with the Germanic colonists and their descendants, um, which uh, if you think you might be related to somebody that was in one of the Germanic colonies, we um, can certainly help you find out if that's true. And there's <laughs> millions, millions of people now that are descendants of those original uh, indentured people mm-hmm. i mean buzz aldrin mm-hmm. walked on the moon is a descendant really yeah. brad pitt's a descendant brad pitt really <laughs> yeah. um but in addition to that uh we are located on a 170 acre uh recently conserved as of uh november 8th uh, we officially have a conservation easement um on this property so it will be uh woodland uh perpetually um, and but we have trails. So oh, the trail along the Rapidan is yes. just wonderful. Yes, <laughs> um, we're really excited about it. It's 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 a beautiful trail. It's about a mile right along the uh, the Rapidan River, and then it goes up. So you get a lot of elevation. Yeah, There's a oh, couple of outlook spots. It's up terrific. There. Yeah, so it's a really great trail system. Um, and I have to say, my office faces the trailhead. Um, and in the summer, I, I just constantly see folks coming down there um, with uh, inner tubes and in their bathing suits and uh, going for a swim. Yeah. Because there's a couple of really great swimming holes really close on the trail. So, and At the visitor's center, Alexander Spotswood's son is buried there. 
Oh, I, I didn't know. I've been to the visitor center. And I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. There's a memorial garden, um, and there. Uh, so Alexander Spotswood's son John, um, he his grave was going to be disturbed by some building, uh, some construction, and so uh, it was reinterred at the visitor center in the memorial garden. And there's there's a marker there. So I am guessing that the the, the reason that uh, that the things started to tail off and 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 we don't hear we at, at some point we don't hear as much about about Germania is just because, is what you talked about earlier just the the distance right. it was that it was it really was out in the frontier mm-hmm. and it was it was just hard to develop it like mm-hmm. some of the other places could exactly be developed. right so after. Um, after the the first Spotsylvania courthouse kind of becomes abandoned, and then uh, Alexander Spotswood passes away, and then his uh, his house burns, um, the area really is is kind of abandoned. Um, there's it's it's still a crossing, so there's still people that that go through there, mm-hmm. but it, it never really kind of turns into a successful town. But, but it was a but it what but what was there for when it was there? I mean, there's there's right. such stories. Yes, absolutely. Jennifer to be telling mm-hmm. now, right. and that's that's where, where where you all come in and mm-hmm. where this is this is really an exciting site, I would think. It is, and there's so much going on between all of the different things that are coming out of the archaeology program, um, and then uh, and then even today, it's it's a matter of. Um, between the trails and then there's also a, a boat ramp there so people can put in their kayaks or their canoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're continue, and then the modern descendants, um, we're just continuing to have a legacy um, and connect people. So people are continuing to be part of Germana. And I mean, if you're driving out there, Route 3 is called Germana Highway at that point. Yes. You know, so, so it's kind of a region. The um, the different uh, the different um, immigrants from 1714 and 1717 settle in Fauquier and Madison and Warrington uh, and, and Culpeper. Um, and so it's it, – Germana – historic Germana starts right there at the Rapidan on Route 3. But really it becomes regional. I mean this is this is a regional history for sure. Um, and national. I mean, all, the descendants all over the country. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. No, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. And w- what's also amazing to me is the uh, the foresight that the historic Germana folks in the 1960s had, thinking about all this land that they had and giving it to the state for to start a community college. Mm-hmm. So they have this long history, and then look what they've done for the future of our, our area. Look mm-hmm. at Germana Community College now. Yeah. 13,000 students strong and uh, building, you know, lives, great lives for people. Uh, that's, that's a lot of foresight by those folks. It is, and it, you, you, just the name Germana. Mm-hmm. There's 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 so much whether it's today with the with the community college system or it's the the history that that, that you tell that it's a, it's a rich history and a rich name. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, for those of you who don't know why Germana is Germana, that was um, my next question. Yeah, How did where, where did that come from? <laughs> well, so um, so at the time in 1714 that um, that the the German immigrants arrived. Um, it was right at the tail end of Queen Anne's uh, time. Rain. <laughs> Rain. That's yeah. <the> <laughs> so you have 
German immigrants and Queen Anne's reign. So they put it together, and it's Germana. It's kind of the same oh. for the Rapid Anne. Um, What's the story there? Well, it was a, it Ra- was, it was uh, an offshoot of the Rappahannock. Yeah, and it was, a, it was actually at that at that juncture, it's the bigger uh, branch of the Rappahannock. So it was, it's pretty rapid. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then you have Queen Anne, and so it's the Rapid Anne. Yeah. Oh, wow, <laughs> Jennifer, you are the, 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 as far as trivia goes. I need mm-hmm. to write this. I mean, you would be you could put you could put Germana <laughs> trivia together and just have a great game or, mm-hmm. or just a just a very informational book. Now this 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 summer you you I think it was this summer when you made the change to to, to historic Germana to mm-hmm. sort of differentiate because. Really, when it was because it was it was it was the Germana Foundation for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, the corporate name is the Memorial Foundation of the Germana Colonies in Virginia. That's a long name. That's a long name, and then it became the Germana Foundation. And then uh, Jennifer's office would get mail that's meant for the college, right? Because the location is right there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the college would get mail that was meant for the historic organization. So. Jennifer had the foresight to say, hey, we're going to rebrand this and uh, call it Historic Germana. I, I would love to say that it was all me, but, you know, the, the, the name was in the works. It was, it was just when I came on board, I was like, all right, let's, let's do this. Right. <laughs> it's the first thing I said to her when I met her. <laughs> No, we could have had the most confusing show here, uh-huh. and I could have said, Bruce Davis is here with the Germana Foundation, and, you know, Jennifer is here with the Germana Foundation. Right. Yeah. Right. And it was, so, that yeah, no, so there, there, there really are a lot of, there really are a lot of exciting things right now going on with historic Germana. I mean, right. this, this is what's exciting about having you come and, 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 and talk about this, and I look forward to, in the days ahead, being able to talk about the archaeology and some of the stories you're, right. you're, you're going to be able to tell. I mean... Salubra, never heard of it, and I go by go through Stevensburg all the time, mm-hmm. and never knew there was anything there. Yeah, so um, Salubria is um, oh, it's so remarkable. Um, so 1757 home, but the thing that makes it really unique is that it's it's pretty much unchanged, um, and it was never up until 2011. It didn't have electricity. It's never had. So there's a, there's actually a there's a home there. There's a home yeah. there. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. you said about the the architecture. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's the paneling is all original to the 1757 home, um, and it's not been furnished. Um, and while it the the property was deeded to us in the year 2000, um, it hasn't really been interpreted as a publicly his- a public history site to the public on a regular basis. And so um, right now what we're doing is, is we're actually uh, just starting on uh, trying to create an interpretive plan for, mm-hmm. for the house to be like, here it is, it's 2023, it'll be 2024 when we start doing this. Here is a rare opportunity for a house that hasn't been interpreted. interpreted. Yeah. How do we do this? Um, and so there's a lot of questions. Yeah. Germana.org, the website, to find out more about what, what we've been talking about for Historic Germana. Germana.org. And Bruce, for Germana Community College, would be Germana.edu. Edu, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it all comes together. Bruce Davis, Jennifer Hurst-Wender here this morning. Quick break. We'll wrap it up when we come back. Great stuff. What a great show. More. Uh, we'll wrap this up on News Talk 1230 WFEA. 
This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Download the all-new News Talk 1230 WFVA app for Apple and Android. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. I just feel like I've met a new friend today. Jennifer Hurst Wender, the executive director of Historic Germana here. Bruce Davis has been a friend for, for years, although he pushes it by wearing uh, his Michigan State stuff today. But uh, go green and go, go white. I'm, I, I, I beat you to it. That's so. right. Thank you. But this has been so interesting to sort of tie Bruce, and this was and this this show was a was a Bruce Davis idea years ago to tie historic Germana and Germana Community College together, and I'm so glad you did. Well, thanks for doing it. it it's a, an amazing story. People really in our area, when they think of history, they think of you know the Revolution and they think of the Civil War, mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily think about what happened long before that. I mean, Virginia history goes back into the the 1600s, and we really don't, uh, in this area, don't pay any attention to pre-revolutionary history hardly at all. No. And it's a fascinating story, and I've always been intrigued with it. And um, uh, even though, you know, I I have a role at at the college, I'm also a a trustee uh, at the historic Germana organization, so... Uh, I've always been fascinated by the story, and it, it's pretty remarkable. It is the, just a story that you laid out, Jennifer, has, has been really dramatic. But, but the, the fact that you know where these sites are and there's archaeology going on, and just as you, as you described it, 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 it is chilling to know that you're really finding some, some really great things, and there, there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of this story still to be told. Absolutely. Um, and we have public archaeology days uh, m- multiple times during the year when the dig is actually going on. So um, do follow us on, on our social media um, and maybe subscribe to our e-news. And we're always announcing when those are going to be. It's really great. You get to talk with the archaeologists. You get to see things that they're pulling out of the ground right then and there. Um, it's 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 really wonderful, um, and Salubria actually has a really big event. Uh, winter in Salubria, it's going to be um, a commemoration of the 160th um, anniversary of the winter in, the Civil War winter encampment that happened right right across the street at, at Hansborough's Ridge. Um, so that's going to be a fun event. Check out our our, our all of our. When online. is that? Do you know off the? It's top? Saturday. It's this Saturday. Oh, it's this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's from 10 to 4. We've got some really great speakers. It's going to be family-friendly family events. Um, and, uh, yeah, so come on out. A lot of good information. Again, to, and to find out more, in, in Germana.e, or Germana.org mm-hmm. for the Germana Foundation, mm-hmm. Germana.org. And you can, you, can, you can get involved there, and I'm sure there are, there are ways to get involved financially if you, oh, want, to, if you want to do that. <laughs> Um, it, but but the, the the history that's 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 there and the stories to be told. I can't wait to come out to some of these places and and, and have you show us stuff and um, good stuff. And Germana.edu, if you're interested in wanting to find out about the uh, the courses and the opportunities at Germana and just the the Germana Foundation itself, as far as helping students, that's yes. there and that's something you have talked for years with me about. Bruce. That's true. So there are a lot of there are there are a lot of good things. Well, Jennifer uh, uh, Hurst Winder, thank you for for uh, 
thank you for coming in and sharing this. I look forward to doing many, many more shows with you and others from from the Germana Foundation because they're just our they're with historic Germana mm-hmm. because they're really our stories to be told. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. And 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 welcome welcome to the area. Yeah, well, thank you, Bruce. Welcome. Once again, thank you for, for for setting this up. This is a this this, this show was all you. Thank you so well, much. Well, thank Bruce. you for doing it, Ted. We appreciate it very much. Germana.edu for Germana Community College for Historic Germana. Go to Germana.org. Thank you for listening. We will see you in the morning. Thanks for listening to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. The views expressed by the hosting guests on this program are their own and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or Centennial Broadcasting. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. The Glenn Beck program is next on News Talk 1230 WFVA, focused on Fredericksburg.